Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And good Tuesday afternoon. You do have the Sports Lounge gang, Perry and, and the gang with you. Bill is here, but uh, we're, we're with you. This is a show what, Chris? I forgot to 245. ask 245. 245. Don't ever get old, Chris. If you do, you'll start forgetting <laughs> to ask people things, but go ahead. Okay. Well, we have a little bit of a twist to the show today. Uh, a friend of ours is coming down from Maine. He and his partner, Sharon, our friend Gary and Sharon are coming down. He's got had a medical procedure, so he's coming down. We're going to, a bunch of us going out to dinner, so I'd be out of here at 430 Eastern time, which mm-hmm. is less than half an hour so i'm, I'm going to run down the agenda but i won't be here for about half of it probably so yeah, get but, through uh, the stuff you so get through the stuff yeah. you want to comment on yeah and basically chris, yeah basically i i've missed one show chris is going to miss a half show perry still has perfect attendance he does yeah. he does but i'm 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 making it to 4 30 so I'm, i still keep my streak alive it's an official so that'll game. be an, that's technically an official game correct yeah that is okay official. so we do nascar and golf as we usually do pretty quickly then of course we're going to do the kentucky derby of course this is the week to to do that and so one time we talk about Preakness and belmont a little bit and something else happens in horse racing but we don't talk too much beyond that then we have the nba uh, the postseason and uh, nba notes nhl notes and uh, postseason of course postseason first baseball and then uh, it's going to get into uh, sort of scandals and media because yeah. there were some media there's scandals that are in the media there's uh, media exaggerations of scandals there's college scandals and there's, there's, i'll just mention it right now denny crumb we lost denny crumb uh, today i guess or pretty yesterday he was the former coach of louisville and he won the 1980 and 1986 uh, NCAA championships, and uh, if we have any more to mention about him, we don't have any information. But if we have any more next he, week, uh, we'll see if it warrants being mentioned. He played. But. He played under John Wooden at UCLA. He went to Louisville in '71. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he made the Louisville program what it was, and now, yeah. of course, you see that it's not what it used to be. Well, actually, no. just before him was a guy named John Dromo, who was a good coach, and Wesley Unsell played there. So it wasn't quite from scratch, but he was very no, important. And he elevated, he took it to that next level. He, he did, yeah, but, but it, it was on the map. So Denny yeah. Hamlin won the uh, the uh, NASCAR race. Kyle Larson was second, and William uh, Byron was third. And we have a new winner in golf. We have not had one of those in a long time. Wyndham Clark. I had never who? heard his name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. First PGA oh, win no. at the uh, uh, Wells Fargo Championship, and he won by four strokes. So, uh, you know, that's the, you know, it doesn't mean it was necessarily the best field in the world, but Wyndham Clark has that on his yeah, resume. Re- when, when we do, when we're on show 4,000, we do his obituary 30 years <laughs> from now, uh, you know, we'll be able to say he won tournament, uh, won a tournament. What were you going to say, Sean? 
was going to say, I think a lot of them are resting up because you've got the PGA Championship coming up. Uh, not this, I think it's next weekend, yeah, coming okay. up. Okay, so. could be. Yeah, 149th uh, Derby. Uh, and there were two deaths. It was a very sad week at the Churchill Actually, Downs. Some there were seven there were seven altogether, but two that day. Two horses had to be yeah. put down before the race, during the cart, or after the cart, you know, away from everybody. They don't do that in front of people. But what I'm saying is there were two deaths of those uh, from those races. There were seven deaths overall. Some were caused by some disease, and they banned one of the trainers. I don't remember his name because they thought that his he, horses might have spreading some kind of a disease. The, the stable fired him, by the way, also, yeah. And okay. it was, they had, uh, what was it, four horses had, from his stable had to scratch because he had five five horses die in his stable. And a couple uh, of them came from other places that they didn't want to take any chances. You know, they'd been no, another, yeah. at another track. But So Mage won it, and he was a 15-to-1 horse, M-A-G-E is how you spell that. He had only had uh, three previous starts and beat uh, two fills by a uh, length and had had only one win before of the three starts. And he uh, hadn't raced as a two-year-old at all. And uh, he was 201.57 for the Derby, for the mile and a quarter. And uh, Javier Castellano was the uh, jockey. And he's uh, 45 years old and had been 0 for 15 in the Derby from Venezuela. Uh, and, and so were the co-owners. And, and the trainer. And the trainer, yeah. Oh. And Cannonero the second was the last time there was a Venezuelan connection to the Derby. That was in 1971. And, uh, and, uh, and he won the Derby in the Preakness of 71. Forte had been the favorite, but that morning he was scratched with a, with a foot injury. And then, uh, and then uh, there were, let's see, I guess five horses ended up scratched by the end of the, what the original field was to, in the middle of the week. He paid, if you bet at the track right at the, the time there, he paid 32.42 to win, did uh, Mage. And two fills was second, and third one was Angel of Empire. And uh, 150,335 were there. And, uh, and uh, like I said... <clears throat> The two horses were euthanized before that. Seven died during the week. And uh, so this is getting people talking about, you know, should we really have horse racing or what? And I don't know if it comes to that, but there's just been a lot of stuff going on the last few years with the yeah, doping and, you know, yeah. it's just kind of weird. I don't know what's been happening in Derby and, and other races. And our friend Jerry has, has a conflict, so he was not going to be able to call us up and talk about the Derby, but we send out uh, hellos to Jerry and wish him a happy birthday because it was his birthday last Sunday. So. It was. Yeah, and, 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 and this weekend, it was the 50th anniversary of Secretariat Derby win. That's right, on the 5th. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, that's right. And they promoted it all throughout the Derby. And to me, I mean, the der- it was okay, but I think a lot of it, the store, the off-the-track stuff that was going on all week with the, the trainer and the stable, and the, I think kind of took away from the actual on you know, in-race stuff. I think because it, it's like, oh, what's going on? Because, yeah, none of those horses, none of the horses were that got the disease were actually going to be in the derby. They scratched them because, and it just sort of took, I think to me it took away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, yeah. do we do, have we heard anything about Mage going and running in the Preakness or not? We have, we have uh, not. I have not, but as of now, he's planning on it, but I haven't heard whether officially whether he is or is not. So Now, of course, okay. if he does and he would win the Preakness, then we'll talk. Then the Belmont's going to get a lot more publicity. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. All right. So I guess we can go to the NBA, and uh, we've done yeah. our Derby coverage. And uh, I'm going to try to get a few a few of these things, and then let them talk about the scandal while I'm gone, because I'm, I'm <laughs> young. I don't want to hear these things. Okay. So Celtics in Philadelphia are having quite a series here. It's they two are. games apiece, and the, the, it's been crazy. And uh, this is these and the, that and Robert series with the Warriors and the Lakers probably had the craziest game. Celtics lost that game we talked about last Monday with Harden going crazy. Then they blew the Sixers out on Wednesday. They won a solid victory in Philadelphia on Friday by about 12. And then – 
they had poetic justice on Sunday because what happened was uh, a couple other issues, but what happened was they uh, Marcus Mark hit a shot just after the buzzer. Well, you guys remember on February 25th that happened to the Sixers. I think it was Embiid right. hit yeah. one right after right at the, after the buzzer and they lost. So the Celtics lost because of that. But they had a five point lead with like a minute and a half to go. And I was talking to my brother today, and what Missoula is not doing as many coaches do is calling the timeouts and putting an offensive and defensive team in. He you said, really want... uh, Chris, after yeah, yeah after, not Sunday, but he said yesterday that on that last possession, he wishes now he would have used a timeout. Because what's happening, the reason Smart's getting these shots, and he had one to try to win the game without a timeout at the end of uh, over, uh, regulation. He missed that one. He did hit the one, but it was after the buzzer. But he did hit one of the two of the big shots. But the thing is, he's open. So if you leave Smart on the floor, and he's your one of your worst shooters, if you call timeout, you can bring in you know Derek White, or you can bring in somebody that's not in there. It depends on who the five are that you have. Because you're on offense now. Smart's a defensive player. He's not a terrible offensive player. I'm not saying that. But you've got to make moves. And there's a fashion. It's not just Missoula. There's a fashion of not calling timeouts now. Let the guy settle it on the court, you know, whatever. Yep. Well, Miami settling uh, the Knicks hash here. They're yes, up three they games are. to one. Jimmy Butler's having a great series. He's bounced back from his injury. And, and the Knicks, I, I think they just are, from the other three teams, I, I just think they're a thinner squad. I, I kind of looked at them on a, almost in a different level. They got there, and it's a good year for the Knicks. Uh, and, again, you know, later on we'll be talking about a firing in the NHL. You better have a good year for Dolan, that's for sure. But uh, I think they're they're going to go out pretty quickly now. In the West, Phoenix yeah. and Denver, well, Robert did it. Robert said that uh, <laughs> Phoenix was done. Two games to none. Yep. He said it on our, our system uh, there well, about last Thursday or uh, so. Hold on, hold on, Robert. Hold on, Robert. Hold on. Try, okay. try, uh, Robert, try to defend himself. Go ahead, Robert. Uh, no, I, I was going by actually what I was watching on the beat. I mean, that Phoenix looked like they, were, like they were completely shot, like, you know, Denver was just controlling things. And the last two games for Phoenix have been completely different. It's like, okay, yeah. now, we're, and, now uh, we're at home. We're, we're going to take over and stuff like that. Go ahead. Well, you know, Robert, by, one the, thing by the way, uh, Chris, uh, just, yeah. just a note came across just a little bit ago from CBS for uh, Chris Paul will not play in game five. Okay. And, and Nikola Jokic will not be suspended, by the way, Correct. for Sunday night when he bumped the owner. The owner even said, hey, which, all right, the owners are down there at courtside. I get that. But, you know, he, he's the new owner. He wants to show off, hey, I'm here with son. But Nikola, but standard contact with a fan, fine, should be a suspension. But I think they're going to find it. They are going to find Jokic. Uh, they haven't done it yet, but no, it they looks did. like they're going to find him. They did. They, they, did, they yesterday. did find him the 25,000. 25, they did find one him the 25,000. One thing yeah. to keep in mind, Robert, and, and it's and it just popped into my head is the altitude at Denver. Because yeah. if you come in there and, you know, maybe on the mm. second game you can get a little more used to it. That's why uh, Bill, uh, no, it was uh, Raymond Barry brought the Patriots out there a week early to try to get you. Know, they lost a playoff game, but he tried that with the Broncos. And so right. what happens is you're tired. I don't know how many times it's always going at the end of a long road trip into Denver or Utah, and they say, okay, here, try to win this game. And, you know, you're, you're worn out anyway. So um, yeah, maybe well, that's part of it. And I don't tonight, know. game five is in Denver. So, that's anyway. right. Yep. Every team is one at home in this series. But the, yeah. first, uh, the, the series we want Robert to focus on here right now is the Lakers leading three games to one. There's been a lot of close games similar to the Celtics series. Mm-hmm. That will blow out, uh, I think, for each team. But yep. I don't know. What's going on, Robert? What, it's just the road thing again? Uh, no. Um, uh, I think the Warriors are flat out worn out. I mean, let, let's face it, guys. They have played in uh, over the past, what, eight years? <coughs> they've, been, they've been in, like, six finals. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're an older team. I, I, th- I think they're worn out. And they had a grueling, I think you would agree, Robert, that series with uh, Sacramento, that was a grueling hard series. Yeah. 
Yes, it was. Uh, now, and, and also, uh, I found out by listening to KNBR this morning, they had several of the writers on. Apparently, George Poole is causing a lot of uh, friction behind the scenes, and the Warriors have pretty much already decided, even though they signed to the, to the contract uh, extension at the beginning of the year, they thought that Draymond Green was a problem at the beginning of the year. It turned out to be George Poole. Apparently, Poole has caused problems all year long. Oh. And uh, they're planning on jumping contract, whether they keep the whole thing or not. Uh, okay. You know, you know and we what saw him. We saw him in college, Bill. Remember when he was at college? He wasn't that. T- he was a good team player. No, Jordan Poole was. He, he was. Yeah. Well, apparently he's acting like a child these days and complaining about his playing time, minutes. Uh, yeah. You know, because last night they only played him ten minutes and he didn't score any well, points. So you know. And he- and if Miami and L.A. both hold on a win, you're going to have a 7 and an 8 in the conference yeah, yep. final. Yep. And, and you know, I mean, it's just every team. I mean, the Warriors have had their good run. Every yep. team has that 8-10 year run yep. in them. The Bulls, the Celtics teams of the 80s, the Lakers teams of the 80s, uh, the Spurs, the Lakers of the 2000s. Yeah, they have that run. And, yeah. and he's got, you know, it's. It's kind of the changing of the garden. The Lakers are doing that last-minute uh, kind of run, or is it going to be Denver or even Phoenix? Who knows? I think I think the fan, I think the NBA, the TV people would rather have Phoenix than Denver. They'd rather have, they'd love to have Phoenix Golden State, yeah, but that's they, probably not going to happen. But yeah, no, uh, I think the, I think the Warriors will win Game Five, and I said at the beginning of the series, I, I thought it would go seven. It still might, but. From the way things look, it could, it, you know, it could be over rather soon. You know. Well, because my internet down, I can tell you about tonight's game. And Philadelphia plays the Celtics at seven thirty Eastern, and Phoenix plays Denver at ten. And then I'm not sure when the next game. And is they're the both other. on uh, tomorrow, t- and they're tomorrow. both on t- and they're both on TNT tonight. And, and they're both yeah, on and tomorrow. tomorrow. So Tomorrow's the other game, five seven seven thirty and ten also. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah, Knicks the, uh, uh, will we, be hosting Miami, and uh, uh, no, no, will they be at Miami? No, they'll be hosting yeah. Miami. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be hosting, and Golden State will host the Lakers. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Okay, so we have some NBA notes. Joel Embiid was named the MVP. We kind of knew he was going to be between 22-23. Milwaukee fired Mike Budenholzer, and that was a little yeah. bit of a surprise, but they've kind of yeah. – that means – well, that, that means that three of the last four coaches to win titles have been out. Nick Nurse is out now from 2019, Frank uh, Vogel from 2020 with the Lakers, and Budenholzer, you know, from 21. And, uh, and there's this, a lot of names, Chris, that are surfacing for that job, Nick Nurse being one of yeah. them. But there's a lot of uh, names. Because... Mike D'Antoni, Nick Nurse. Uh, yeah. yeah there's... Apparently, okay. even though that, uh, you know, Nurse, apparently they just needed a new voice, they said, in Toronto, he is still well-respected around the league. So a lot of people are saying he will definitely coach again. And Budenholzer, Budenholzer basically, I think he probably would have been fired in 21. He got a pass by winning that championship, like a one-year yes. pass. Cause he was, there was already some friction going on there with him and the team and Giannis and a lot of things. Yeah. He had a, a couple of questions. I was looking in the Globe he had, on uh, Sunday. He had a couple of questionable decisions. He didn't advance the ball uh, with uh, 0.5 seconds yep. to go against Miami in Game 5. And he, again, let them play like Missoula did. And uh, they, they, didn't get off, they didn't even get off a shot. You know, at the end of the Miami game. So and you know. Giannis and Giannis wanted to guard Jimmy Butler. He said, "Put me on Jimmy Butler," and they left Drew Holiday. He said, "Hey, let me handle that." That was another one. That was a big battle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. And then uh, some of his underachieving, he lost in the uh, you know in the Eastern Final to Toronto. Nobody expected Toronto to beat them in nineteen. Uh-uh. Then in twenty, in the second round yeah. to Miami, and then in the second round last year to the Celtics. And they uh, Celtics had home court, but these other things were really kind of upset. So you know, yeah. you know, Bronny James. Well, how good of a basketball player is he? Well, I guess we'll find out if we watch USC next year because he's supposed yeah. to go there and play, and we'll see if he's going to be a pro or or what. Has anybody actually talked about his ability? I mean, you know, LeBron saying. Uh- with him, but. He, he's a he is a he is a McDonald's All American. He's not 
the best high school guy, uh, Ron Holland, and there's a couple others that are out there. He's in the he's in the top three. He's about six he's about six inches shorter than his dad, but okay. he's good. He is good. He he can, I'm I'm surprised he's not going to go like either play in that G League Ignite or go play over in Australia. But I guess his you know his dad's like, hey, go on go on to USC. So. Sean, from what I read, uh, he wanted to be the first member of his family to go to college. And he yeah, Lebr- yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, and Al McCoy, we had missed it. Uh, we, uh, but it turned out it was. I thought I read a we whole... had, I thought Chris, we mentioned this earlier. In we the could year. have, but I don't remember either. Sean didn't. But the thing is, Al McCoy is retiring at the end of the yes. season. He's been he's a long, all-time NBA announcer, 51 years with one team, beating Chick Hearn's 42. Uh, it was the most. And the thing is, he announced. Uh, it, it, I guess he announced it on August, October 2nd, because I wanted to go back into the, and learn more about him uh, on Wikipedia, and I did that back when I had the internet. And he was just uh, home since uh, just been doing the home games in 2009. He's from Williams, Iowa. Yes. Uh, New Perry would be happy about that. That is, and Williams, Iowa, by the way, is uh, about two counties north of uh, Des Moines for those who want any reference. And he had the traditional Midwestern kind of farm background. Yep. He he liked to play basketball and he did play baseball and basketball in high school, but he, he liked to listen to those announcers and, you know, imitate them and, you know, try to call his own game and stuff like that. So he was playing, doing the hoop out back and also doing the pretend microphone on the back porch. So he was, he was doing a great job. He briefly worked at WHO. He also did uh, the Arizona uh, games, minor league Arizona games before, you know, for the Giants. Uh, and then you know, there's he, a lot he, of famous people that worked at WHO. Which, oh, they did. They which did. That, that Arizona Triple A team is now the Round Rock Express. That's a team they bought and moved That's here. Right. And, okay. Yeah. And then he also um, did uh, a simulcasting for many years, like Trick Hearn did. And uh, and uh, also and Jim the other Durham thing, for, Jim Durham for the Bulls did that too for many years. Yeah. Okay. And the kind of historic for Denver, oh. if they can win it, they got 38. Po- I think we briefly mentioned this, but 38 postseasons with no uh, wins and. Uh, and uh, that's the highest in U.S. Uh, history. So I guess that they never won in the uh, ABA either, as far as I know. No, so, uh, no they didn't. The only ABA, we, only ABA team that ever been in the NBA. But yeah, they didn't. Even, they never made it to the finals in the ABA. Indiana, Indiana is the only one I think of the existing them and the Nets are the only one two that made it to the ABA championship. Okay. Okay, we're at three twenty, yeah. Chris. Why don't we do the NHL note? That way you'll yep. get through that, and then I can. I got the rest of the stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll do the NHL notes, and then you guys can do the postseason. And uh, yeah. All right. So the NHL note. We forgot. We didn't have time last week to tell you that Daryl Sutter was fired by Calgary as coach, and uh, whoever the new GM will be for Calgary will be able to come in and and uh, bring in his own coach and and do all that stuff, and that's kind of good. You know, so we uh, clean sweep. Another and, and, surprising sweep. Uh, go ahead, Robert. I was going to say, and uh, Daryl, even though it was classified as firing, Daryl agreed to this because. He used to be the GM in Calgary and said, look, you're going to bring in a GM, allow him to bring in his own coach. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah. I, I don't know why they wrote it as firing because, you know, I, I'm for sure he agreed to this. Okay. Well, be, be that as it may. And, mm-hmm. and he'll, he'll, he's a sutter. They get jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, it's not a problem. Yeah. Um, oh, I heard something today, uh, Robert, and I can't remember his first name, Landeskog. For the uh, Gabriel. Uh, for Gabriel, Gabriel Landerskog is going to be out all year. They had to replace cartilages in his knee or something. Oh yeah, it's it, it persevere. Um, yeah. He missed all of this season, and now he's got to have another knee procedure, so he's and, going to miss all of next. And that cartilage that sounds painful. Yeah, uh-huh. and that that's going to hurt the Colorado Avalanche. He's their captain, leading you know one of their lead players. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be good for them. Now, one that I, I know that uh, uh, 
Mark Malusis on the fan on Sunday was not happy about it. They fired Gerard Gallant with the Rangers. No, I think this is a mistake, but they're going to try and go after Joe Quinville. So, and, yeah. But, but Quinville's got to get himself reinstated, so we'll see what happens. Right. Joel Quinville, if people forget, he had been involved. He wasn't involved in any specific wrongdoing, but helped in a cover-up of a scandal, a, a harassment thing going on with the Blackhawk back in like 2010 or something like that exactly. when yeah. he was coach. And so he uh, is uh, suspended by the league. He had to resign from Florida last year when it came in, came to light. So if they can get that worked out, because again, he wasn't directly involved, but it was a cover-up. So I have a feeling they'd be able to work that uh, work that out. And uh, and then uh, he was out in round one against New Jersey, of course, was uh, uh, Gallant, but he went to the Eastern Finals last year. So, you know. Yeah, and not... uh, Gerard, he'll be another one that'll get a good job, uh, you know, rather quickly, uh, you know. Uh... I think this, the Rangers are the last two coaches firing that, in my opinion, have been making mistakes. Well, isn't uh, what happens, uh, Robert, is if the Rangers are sort of middle of the pack or whatever, uh, Dolan doesn't get involved. But when he starts to hey, the Rangers could win here, i got to help. I gotta, I'm got i going to push him over the top, and he pushes him over the top of a cliff. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I, I feel bad for Ranger fans because, uh, you know, whenever they whenever they start to do good is when Dolan will leave them alone. But uh, when, when he decides to get involved, it really messes up the team. I, I feel bad for Rangers fans. And my last item is last night. We had the uh, NHL lottery, and Chicago got number one, Anaheim number two, and Columbus two. And Chicago is going to take this guy, Connor Bedard. You mean Columbus would have got three? Yeah. Uh, what did I say? You Columbus said Anaheim two and Columbus two, so I assume you meant No, Columbus no, they three. did not tie. No, Columbus is no. three. Not like the NFL where they alternate sometimes, yeah. you know, if you flip a yeah. coin. But no, Columbus is three, Anaheim two, Chicago one. And they're supposed to take this Connor Bedard. Do you know anything about him, uh, Robert? Uh, the only thing I know is he's uh, from Vancouver, British Columbia, and uh, they say he's a lot like Connor, uh, Connor McDavid. But uh, Connor McDavid is like six three, six four. This Connor Bedard is only five foot ten, so... Uh, I don't know if he's going to turn out, turn out to be the player that they think. He's also young, too, isn't he? Like, they're taking him at, like, 18. Sometimes oh, yeah, they're he's a little like bit older when they get taken. Yeah, he'll be he'll be 18 in July, so in right. the draft is juicy. Well, yeah. the, the Blackhawks need some star power. That, that's really been a sad franchise the last couple of years. Yeah. It really it has. has. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to head out and uh, go and uh, see everybody, including Rick, and I will say okay. hi to from everybody uh, to okay. Rick, uh, our friend Rick Swan, and uh, we will talk to you guys uh, later on. All okay. right. All right. Okay. And, now... and we will continue on. So, in the postseason in the NHL, Robert, this is your forte. So, if you want to yeah. kind of right. go with that, yeah. well, uh, uh, who, tell us well, the series and who's leading in each one. That's, okay, what, that's well, what people want to know. Well, Florida yeah. is about to eliminate Toronto. They're up three games and none. Game, game four is Wednesday night. And uh, Toronto, is they're just thinking when it comes to the playoffs. They finally got out of the first round. Uh, they hadn't gotten out of the first round since 2004. They finally got out of the first round. And then they, uh, they But they're not going to get out of the second. They're not going to get out of the second unless uh, some kind of miracle Yeah, happens. some kind of a miracle. And there's only been four teams that have ever come back from three games in a deficit and actually win. So, um so that that one series in Carolina and New Jersey, uh, uh, Carolina is up. Uh, what's that? Uh, uh, what is that? Two to one, and uh, they had a crazy game on Sunday. The Devils won eight to four. So uh, plenty of offense. You don't normally see twelve goals on a hockey game. So and they play tonight. And so those are the two in the East and the two in the West. You have uh, Vegas and Edmonton. Vegas lead two games to one. They won last night five to one. And uh, Dallas and Seattle, they're, I think they're, uh, they're two games to one in favor of the Kraken. So the Kraken have only been around two years, and they're, they're already being very successful in the playoffs. They made it past the first round, and now they're giving the stars in. Was it a little so surprising to you, though, Robert, that, they, that the Kraken won their first-round series? I mean, you see yes. more of the Kraken than we do. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, although Seattle had a good year all year, and if Boston's coach would not have won coach of the year, Seattle's coach would have. So, But uh, uh, I think 
I, this this series with Dallas is, is going to go the distance, I think. We'll see what happens. But Seattle is, has been the team that has surprised me all year long. So that's all I've got for the NHL, Perry. Well, then let's uh, let's start in with some baseball, and I'm going to do my weekly thing and because I've not heard anything. Bill, is there any update on Joey Votto yet? Uh, no, he's still <laughs> thinking about going to rehab at some point. But if you get a month you mean, or two. You mean with Louisville again? Yeah. But if you get a month or two out of him this year, you'll be lucky. He's gone. Write it down. It's, is, it's he, well, is he still? Is he still? Hold on, Robert. Is he still injured, Bill, or is it just that he's kind of done? Well, maybe a little bit of both. He is injured, but he played for Louisville for 20 games, and he played in spring training. But right. he wasn't hitting and throwing. Oh was a problem and you know this year this year will be his final year because oh, yeah. they're not going to repay 25 million dollars for him uh, and for so, the, and for uh, the ra- and for the record just to clean up one pizza news robert and then i'll let you okay. in on this but in it, it, when you go on a rehab 20 games for a position player is your minimum is your maximum games you could play at one time so that's right okay robert now bill uh my question is uh, is he just sticking around this year to collect his contract? Because, I mean, if if he's physically hurt, they could put him on the injured list and keep him there all year, and he could still collect his money. Well, and that may come to that point, but you'd stick around, too, if I were paying you oh, yeah. $25 million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I would. I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, <laughs> no, Bill, you and I both heard him last year when he did. I think he did some red TV for a while, too, but he did. He uh, has a future. Broadca- he did some broadcasting with Rawl and Brantley, and I thought he was pretty good at that. Yeah, he yeah. definitely has a future at that, just not as a player right now. The Reds are so bad right now with their pitching, and uh, I don't know. What's the point of bringing Joey up now? You've got to pay him, so you might as well finish out the season so well, there's and no shouldn't hurry. you probably? And I mean, really, wouldn't you think? I mean, you've got Spencer Steer and some a couple of other guys playing there. Wouldn't it almost be more more uh, productive for the Red? Let those guys play the season and see what they can do. Yeah. I don't think it's going to make any difference. Uh, right, but right, but at least then you know if you're the Reds, is this are these two or three guys that have played over there? Right, and they, they might. The future? They might, but you know Joey's not. So Joey will just ride out into the sunset. If he comes back. It'll be a miracle. It would only be for a, a month or two. So, and that's kind of sad. I mean, with the with the good player that he was for all those years, right? But you know? it's not like yeah. they're mistreating him. You know, no. he's hurt and he oh, no. can't play. Can't play up to standards. They got players in the lineup playing right now who are supposed to be 100% healthy who can't hit in field. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it's the way I it is. My but... question to you, Bill, since you're a lifelong Red fan, do you think Joey Votto has done enough in his career to possibly make the Hall of Fame? Joey Votto, Hall of Fame, I would say over the all his years, if you take that wide body of work in, I would say Hall of Fame, yes. Maybe not after agree. five years. I think within no. ten years he'll be he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I would say yes, Robert. Okay. Here's what let's do. Let's have a little baseball fun. And Bill will let okay. you go first and then we'll just go around. What have what have been one of your so far, and I mean we're early, what has been one of your baseball maybe a highlight 
and a thing that is kind of a low light for you. You know, and it doesn't have to be your team. It can be anybody, anything. Well, I think there's the biggest surprise for me this year is the St. Louis Cardinals. Dead yeah. last in the division. Dead last. I mean, truly, That's a truly. for me. I mean, truly struggling. Yeah, I bet it is. I would say <laughs> Tampa Bay's emergence, you know, looking pretty well. I would say the Pirates. I mean, the Reds are the Reds are the Reds are the Reds. And Oakland is what Oakland is. That's why if those teams had to play, uh, if they played a World Series, we'd probably get good ratings because they'd all be great games. <laughs> you know, but... Um, and uh, Robert, well, you probably see. Thank you, Well, yeah, you you're right about. And by the way, one of the things we'll talk about here in a moment. But what about Vita Blue passing yes, Vita away? Yes, Vita Blue passed yeah. away last week at the age of seventy-three. Uh, yeah, he died on Saturday. Um, and he was he, almost he a red. Played, he, Remember that? Yeah, and he, you know, and he he played here with the Iowa Oaks back in the before they became the Iowa Cubs. Uh, in, in today's the, world, he would have been on the Reds, yeah. In today's world, they wouldn't have held up a trade for the good of baseball. They wouldn't no. have yep. done that nowadays. He yep. would have been with the Reds at that time. Yes. But what a difference he made uh, Facebook, so back Robert, in those days. Robert, what would be one of your uh, – uh, something that, that's, that's a good and a bad so far. Well, I think they're very they're good this year. Is uh, how well the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates have done. I mean, I mean nobody expected that. I mean, and of course Tampa Bay is trying to copy the '84 Tigers. They're 28 or 29 and seven. It's pretty amazing. I don't know if they can keep that up, but definitely the, the uh, Pirates are surprised. And uh, the low light has to be my Oakland A's, and they're going to continue to be a low light. We've got one thing after another happening with that franchise. So. And, and while we're on the Oakland A's, I guess we might as well go ahead and get the elephant in the room. The, well, uh, let me go ahead and give my first. Hold on, Sean. Let's okay. stay on the Oakland A's, and then we'll, yeah. then we'll come around to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the yeah. uh, situation with uh, Las Vegas, uh, they oh, yeah. are supposed to have their plan, or they need to have it in front of the assembly by Friday because the legislative session is 120 days long and it's coming up to the end and the speaker of the house who's a republican says that you know they can't do anything until they've heard the plan because he said we can't just you know take somebody's word we have to see what it yeah. is it so of course and we, t I mean, we talk about the divisiveness in politics, but the, this guy who is a Republican is not happy with the A's. Uh, the mayor in Oakland, who is a Democrat, uh, she says that she felt the A's were using Oakland to get to Vegas. That's so right. they, they don't have anybody happy with them. No. And, uh, we just call, you know, we call this segment the, we call this segment, I guess, the A's of our lives. Yes, <laughs> yeah. the A's of <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's pretty bad. And then you've got the uh, Glenn Kuyper situation where, where he, uh, uh, you know, made a racial slur. Uh, uh, I guess on the pregame show, and I never watch the pregame show on TV. I get more information from the pregame show from the radio. Mm -hmm. But I guess on the pregame show on TV mm -hmm. on Friday, they were talking about uh, Glenn Kuyper and Dallas Braden visited the uh, museum in Kansas City for the uh, Negro League. And apparently... Uh, he, uh, he actually said the actual word. He said, said the N-word, basically. Yeah. So, he said it. Yep. Yeah. I, and I mean, I don't, I, we heard the audio, and I don't know what you guys thought, but I didn't think if he was intentionally meaning to say something horrific. I think it. he just said it fast, and it kind of came out. But yep. I've heard nothing 
I've heard nothing that he's had any problems with this no. ever no. up until now. No, and uh, well, like his brother said this morning, you know, uh, our family uh, is not racist. Uh, we've never been racist, but it looked bad for my brother. That's all Dwayne would have to say this morning. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I mean, I, it's I feel... it's similar in stature, though, probably to the Tom Brenneman. They're not quite to that level, I don't think, but... Well, both of them were bad, but we understand the circumstances. You know what I mean? We we understand. Yeah. And, and I mean, by the way, I think Brenneman, for in all honesty, I think he has. He's paid enough. I think he has He's paid enough. now. So I mean, I, somebody should give the guy a chance. Well, I don't you know, think it's going to change of, things in the in whatever community. It's not going to change things. No. You know, he said he's sorry. Go on. Move on. And, and I mean, you could, if you wanted to hire and put some clauses in the contract, if this and this and this happened, you see that yeah. all the time in contracts. And, uh, oh, what you happened? know, Glenn Kuyper is one of the best, you know, announcers, uh, you know, in this area. I mean, he's been in Barrier Media for a long time. Uh, cause he's the, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hope they don't shut him out like, they, like they've done with Tom Brennan. But I have a feeling with... The way today's society is, that's exactly what might happen. And the and guy. the bad thing with the A's, the A's have more pressing things to worry about than, than yeah, someone, you know, saying something that they really didn't. You know, you exactly. certainly can't say he meant say that. No, absolutely. no. So, but we should probably keep going. And Sean, what's your baseball stuff for so far this year? Well, well, so far, uh, I'm surprised at the Rangers. How well they're doing. Yep. That surprised me. And, you know, that's actually helped the Round Rock Express because they signed all those free agents, so they haven't called anybody yet. And, and the Express have been doing well in AAA ball. And, and my low light, of course, is the Cardinals. And, you know, that's my low light. And getting back to Vita Blue, you know, he was the first player. I think he was the first player to get, to get MVP and Cy Young Award winner in the same year, in 71. Yeah, yeah, he was. I remember it. And he was the first to start as a pitcher for both leagues in the all-star game for the national yeah. and the, and the American. So yeah, he had a lot of firsts, but I'll give you yeah, a couple of, I'll give you a couple of lights that nobody had mentioned yet. And uh, I'm kind of surprised, but I mean, we mentioned Tampa and we mentioned Pittsburgh. Nobody mentioned the Atlanta Braves and how good they are, but uh, yeah. they are well, they've playing been, they've been good every year, Perry. So. They are, but I mean, you got to take it on yeah. a year to year basis. They are playing. Yeah. Real, and the, but the opposite yeah. of that, and uh, Pierre might comment on this. I I don't know what the Mets seem to be slumbering. I don't know if they're still in winter break or what it is, but that team seems to be having mm. one problem after another. Well, but, they uh, played Cincinnati this week. Yeah, they'll they get better. Pierre will have but, a happy house because they're playing Cincinnati. Yeah, and I mean, I can't tell. I can tell you the Cubs are okay. They're not great. Um, I'm happy with, uh, they called up Matt Mervis, one of their top, uh, prospects. He's a first baseman. I think he, he looked pretty good. Uh, Yon Gomes is on the concussion list. So Miguel Amaya, who we've heard about for, you know, he's for the last few years, he was supposed to be the greatest catcher in, in the world. And finally he's healthy enough to be on the big league roster and he's doing well. So, I mean, there, there are some, uh, positive things for them. Um, last night losing to the Cardinals was not one of them, but nonetheless, you kind of have to take your take your time and, yeah. and do these things right. And, and, you know, I, I think those two players have looked really good for my cubbies and hopefully they continue. To get, I mean, obviously we, we wish John Gomes, you know, to come back, you don't wish anybody to be on the injured list, but, uh, and uh, from what you hear from Miguel Amaya, even being on the injured list, and you've heard this about Jan Gomes for years, he said, Jan Gomes is really providing him leadership and advice and 
and you know help with everyday yeah. stuff. But I mean, you've heard nothing but that about Yonko for years, ever since he's been in baseball. So that doesn't that doesn't surprise you in any way that he would do that, even while you know on the concussion list. But uh, anybody else have any baseball stuff? There's not been. Other than just the day-to-day games, there's not been a lot going on. We do have our – let me give you an update on this Alabama story. Um, Oh, yeah. Brad Brad Bohannon, the coach of Alabama, was fired uh, for gambling on the Alabama-LFU baseball game. And uh, that – I mean, that can lead right into the other scandal story. Um, But that tells you you better not do anything you're not supposed to do because you're going to get caught doing it. He was placing a bet for someone in Ohio – and apparently the Ohio uh, Gaming Commission caught it, and uh, that's what led to Brad Bohannon not being the and coach anymore. Bet- and it's likely that Brad Bohannon will not be a college baseball coach yeah. again. You're not, probably not going to hire him after that. And wasn't he betting on LSU, yes. not even on Alabama? And he pulled that's some correct. pitchers. He pulled a pitcher and pulled some other players or something, yeah. if I remember yeah, right. It yeah. Was, yeah, it was but- not good. But into the other – I mean, we have no Georgia scandal today, so let's hit the other one. Uh, news yeah. broke yesterday that – some Iowa baseball players were under investigation, University of Iowa, not the Iowa Cubs, University of Iowa, for um, gambling allegations. And as we all know, whenever there's a story, the media, they make it, the media always makes it more than it truthfully is. But in the end, here's what it looks like. Iowa has 26 players that they are investigating for underage gambling, basically. Now, could they uncover other things? Yes, they could, you know, as they go on, but it appears to be underage gambling and some of the sports involved. Uh, Bob will love this football, basketball, baseball, track and field, and rest. And then Iowa State football and basketball were involved as well. Um, Northern Iowa, which is also a public university, there's nothing on them, so we don't have any stuff there. Drake is a private school, so their their rules are a little different, not for yep. the NCAA, but as far as the state goes. The state doesn't really yeah. have much control, but Brian Arelko, head of the Racing and Gaming Commission in Iowa, said today that it, it sounds like all it is is underage gambling. There's no point shaving or anything like that. And he said at this time, unless something really breaks, there are no plans to say that Iowa and Iowa State events cannot be bet on in future. So it's really, as we reported on it, for those who were on the phone, you heard it yesterday. It sounded like it was worse than it really is. Yeah. And that's not, yeah. they're not going to be the only schools that happen. Oh, no. Have that happens. Oh, no. That's going to probably happen in, in most cases, in all honesty. You'll have at least one. So, yep. The gambling especially is as more, especially as yeah, more states legalize, especially as more states legalize sports gambling, sports betting, yep. you're going to see it more and more. Or even in neighboring states, like the guy in Alabama, I don't think it's legal in Alabama, but he's going to Ohio to do it. And, you know, you're going you're gonna to see quite, that more and more. That's quite a ways away, Alabama to Ohio. Oh, yeah, that's a few states away, four states <laughs> but, away. <laughs> but, yeah, it, that's that's going to be quite a thing. And, of course, I'm sure we'll cover it as it happens, but it, it doesn't sound like it's quite as big now. Could that change, of course? And if it does, we will report on it. Um, so that, that scandal. Um, any other Bob college? Huggins. Uh, Bob Huggins. Bob yes, Huggins. We Bob, um, he we got to get to Bob inter- Huggins. Yes, he was doing an interview with uh, Bill Cunningham on WLW, and um, they were they were laughing and um, he used the F.A. word, you know, you guys know the rest of it. Homophobic and, slur. Yeah, homophobic slur. He used that, and now there is some debate on, you know, will he be fired oh. or, or what. Now, unlike Glenn Piper, I heard the audio of Bob Huggins, and 
I, I believe Bob Huggins knew exactly what he was saying. Oh, he knew what he was saying. I mean, they sure. were talking. He they were talking about Xavier, and then they yes. said something about a transgender knight at Xavier. So then he referred to him as Catholic. Insert word here, and then they laughed. He laughed about it, and then they go, "Oh, that's why we love him." And and Huggins. Okay, on this alone, maybe not, but Huggins has had a lot of other, he's had some baggage over the years, the DWI stuff, the, uh, there's been some other, other things that happened when he was at Cincinnati, he's had a few, a few things in his career. Well, let me ask you this question. Hold on, go ahead, Bill. Let me ask this question, why shouldn't the host, radio hosts, be held a little bit responsible? Well, and, and that, I may, think they that, should. May, that may happen, I mean... I haven't heard that it has, but um, that may happen. I heart. I mean, if you and I are on the show here and we're hosting the show, and we're laughing and we're making homophobic jokes and all that stuff, you and I both are going to get in trouble. Yeah, and but I, like, I think right, what like this they, tells they were people. Talking, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Sean. Just one second. What this tells people, Bill, is in today's society. It doesn't matter what show you're on or what you're doing. Somebody is listening to you, and you better be careful what you're saying. Oh, yeah. No matter wh- no matter where it is. I mean, you could be, you know, we could be talking just on a conference line, and who knows? Somebody could listen to that and go tell, you know, Sean and I could be on the con- and we could use some slur like that. They could go back to Bill. Well, Bill, do you really want these guys on your station talking like that? Yeah, I mean, and that would be, and that would be something. Then, Bill, you would have to think about. Right, and trust me, we had it happen on the legend before, so we understand yeah. that. Um, and that, I, I think, though, what surprised me a little bit, and not not to get too far off sports and into radio, but I've never heard that kind of talk on WLW before. That kind of surprises me that. Yeah, they would even go there. I would, and I mean, Cunningham is a lawyer. You would think would know better than to. You'd have thought his producer would have believed that. And, and that's, that's the point that they made on the horn. That's the point they made on the horn. Chad and Zay were talking about that. They said if we had a guest on and he started to go there using that word or using the N word or something, he goes, "We have seven second delay. We can believe it and then just say." Okay, well, thank you very much, insert guest name, and then kind of go on and maybe end the interview going, oh, this is not looking good. Because that's why you you have that seven-second delay. And Huggins, as long as Huggins has been around, though, he should have known, even in a a funny moment, you got to know not to use that kind of a word. No. You have to know better than that. You know, he... But he's had issues before. This isn't the first rodeo for Bob Huggins. And, haven't, uh, we got, we'll, haven't we got other media stuff to cover, guys? Well, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we do. We'll we, still have, we still have time. Um, yeah, he's fine. had issues, but uh, we do have other media stuff to cover, uh, Robert. So, uh, which, uh, which Sean, Our do you sure. want to go ahead and tell me? Okay. Well, a couple things. Of course, we mentioned last we mentioned last week about uh, the Suns and Mercury siding with. Uh, over-the-air television and streaming. What that means, they signed a deal with Great TV, which I guess owns several TV stations across the country, and it's going to be on all of their Arizona affiliates 
and it'll be streaming, which is kind of interesting because people cutting the cord, some people are getting antennas, some people are getting streaming. It's like, hey, you don't need cable. You can either go buy an antenna, watch it on one of our Arizona affiliates from Flagstaff to Yuma, or you can go stream and it'll be on their website. So apparently, because Diamond Sport is in, now this is getting into what we've wanted to talk about, the RFN. Diamond Sports is owned by Discovery, and then, of course, Discovery, you know, bought Warner Brothers, made it and they are wanting to get out of the RFN business. Also, AT&T Sports wants to get out, and we know the Sinclair Valley Sports is having their own, so this is going to be an ongoing thing, what you're going to see with these teams saying, we're going away from the RFNs, or, like I said, in the case of AT&T and Discovery, because AT&T Sportsnet did not go in the sale because they were part of Warner, and right. they weren't part of Warner. They, they owned them before Warner, so you're going to see more of of this going on but yeah this is, and look for more stories like this and by the way i got this those of you who listen to the marshawn and haran sports media podcast you can get it again on your lady a you just have to say play the sports media podcast from apple podcast now that's how you get it and it comes out every wednesday and other news of course the nfl schedule release well, said before show. you get to the nf before you get to the nfl one more thing on that this this is why baseball has hired somebody to be their media director in case baseball has to buy up these rsn to keep them afloat. So now let's go to the NFL. Okay, NFL schedule release shows on Thursday, but and this was finally made official. In the past, you know how Fox has been NFC, CBS has been AFC, or in the past, CBS and NBC, and then Fox and NBC. It is not going to matter for your 1 p.m. and 425 games anymore. It's going to be, we, we you know, we're going to pick the games each week in advance. There will still be the one or two flex games. There may be another network one they can trade, but that'll be still after week 11. But for the most part, it, they're going to go, you want this, you want this. It's kind of like what they do with certain conferences with ABC and Fox. They right. go down the line, one, two, one, two, one, two. And so they're, they're doing that one. Uh, so that starts this year. Now, I don't know about the playoffs, if they're going to have Fox with, and with the NFC, CBS or the AFC, and then ABC and assume, NBC. How I would assume work. you would about have to, because otherwise you're going to confuse your audience probably. Yeah, yeah I don't know how it's going to work. but and, you know, and also, the Big 12, Big 12, they're, gonna, they're negotiating with ESPN Deportes and Fox Sports Espanol in Mexico about having their games televised in Mexico and football and basketball, and they're talking about playing a football game in Mexico and maybe and a basketball game down there, and this goes along with the Arizona school possibly coming to the Big 12 and Utah, Colorado, because the Pac-12, ESPN said they are not giving the Pac-12 a long-term deal, and the Pac-12 may be looking at the CW with Live Golf. They're going to be <laughs> and Ion Television. They can be on there with uh, with Bones and uh, SVU and all those. And true. The problem of <laughs> the criminal the Pac- mind. Yeah, the problem the Pac-12 is having though is they can't get a lot of these schools to commit to staying in the Pac-12 yep. because the. Yep. I mean, you've still got the apparently the the Big 12 is after some of them. The Big 10 still might be after some of them. And the Big yep. 10, by the way, well, I think we covered this hired. Uh, I hope I'm not going to bot the guy's name, Tony Batidi, as their new yeah. commissioner. From and Baseball. and apparently yeah. the reason that they hired him, one of them was, is he's not opposed to further expansion. Kevin Warren didn't necessarily want any further yeah. expansion, but this guy is not opposed to it. And, you know, you've heard Washington and Oregon and, you know, teams like that, because what they want to try to do is they need to find a to some travel partners for UCLA and USC because otherwise that's going to yeah. be pretty tough on them. So yeah. the Pac-12, yeah, and the Big 12, 
Yeah. See, Pac 12's in trouble. They're dead. We always joked about the Big 12 being in trouble, but I'm giving the Big 12 credit. They were innovative. They brought Brent Yormark in. Brent Yormark was like, okay, wait a minute. Our TV deal's not up till the end of the 20, uh, July 25, you know, so that's when the team, so he said, you know what? Hey, let's go to ESPN and Fox and renegotiate now where Pac-12, this is the last year of their TV deal. That's this, right. They will have no TV deal after this After this basketball season. They'll have no football or basketball TV deal. Well, the, uh, and the Big 12 beat them to the punch. Real quick, another story before we run out of time that I wanted to get. See, we we all thought with Chris gone, it would be over at 345. Well, no, we had enough stuff to cover. So uh, we were here and, and we had topic. We hope everybody enjoyed topic. You wanted topic? Yeah. And we had that for you today. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, we, Deion Sanders, of course, is a coach at Colorado, <laughs> and uh, he came in, and uh, uh, now what he did is not illegal, but he basically, a lot of guys were basically told, you can stay at Colorado for an education, but, you know, you're not going to be a part of the football program, and he, he basically kicked him off without, you yeah. know, without wording it that way, yeah. and uh, a lot of, of schools around the country are really not happy with this. That, that he nope. did that, but you can do it. It's not, I mean, it's nope. maybe a little below the turf, but it's not illegal. No, Dion made it perfectly clear when he came in. He said, look, uh, I wouldn't be hired as your new head coach. You would have won a lot of games. You only won one game last year. That means that means all of you are pretty much out of here because I'm going to bring in my own football team, and that's pretty much what he's done. And remember, Dion wants to be an NFL coach. That, there's no secret about that. He doesn't oh, really. Oh, no, he does. He's not a, he wants to be an NFL coach. So when, you know, we'll see if that happens. But yeah. does anybody else have anything we have? Well, we have about two minutes left, so if anybody's got anything well, they want to... Well, real quick, Randall Cobb signed with the Jets, so yes, Aaron Rodgers got his way, yeah. Yes, he did. So, so uh, yeah. Randall Cobb to the Jets, and uh, NFL moves, they'll continue to be made over the next few weeks. Yes. Yep. XFL Championship is this weekend, if anybody cares, Arlington and D.C. at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC. And the schedule <laughs> comes out on Thursday. So. Yeah, the schedule yeah, comes and, out yeah. on Thursday. So yep, they, I suppose, yep, I suppose with that, hopefully you guys enjoyed the topic we had for you this afternoon. So, uh, yeah. Sean, we'll, we'll why don't you take it home? Week. Yep. Take it home. Sean. Yeah, all right. Well, folks, yes. If you like this, leave us comments, questions, criticisms at 800-693-0595 or sports lounge at all things net. Get your podcast where you can get your podcast, wherever you get them. Don't forget this coming Monday, the 15th, the legend 18th anniversary special. The legend can vote. The legend can join the army. 1 PM Eastern time is the normal time of the lunch bunch. Come check it out. Also book talk with Jenny and Nolan coming out, uh, coming on next for those of you that are listening live and until next week when, Hey, we won't get to talk as much because Chris will be back. We are out of here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>